Hello and welcome to The Softer Side. I'm your Life Transitions Coach, Shelley Carney. Let's design your life. Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice bring you The Softer Side, Life Transitions and Relationship Coaching. Join the live chat on YouTube every Wednesday and Friday at thesofterside.live. Today's topic is winter doldrums. Doldrums comes from a sort of a nautical term. Uh, it's very much like being becalmed. There is a certain part of uh, the sea where they came across the doldrums where there was really nothing happening and they kind of got stuck or they were going really slow. Uh, their, their speed was depressed. Um, they just weren't able to sail well because they were in the doldrums. Then they started eating each other. So now we use that word as well for when we're feeling a little depressed or uh, just not able to to get going forward in our lives. And this happens a lot in the wintertime. The winter blues, the dark, cold, short days of winter can cause a shift in our mood and make us feel lethargic, gloomy, and frustrated. All right. Well, that's just depressing, that conversation. (laughs) How do you feel about that, Tobes? (laughs) Uh, so the winter doldrums hits me on uh, on June 22nd because <laughs> I start realizing from this point forward until December 20th or 21st, whatever the winter uh, mm-hmm. solstice is. Is mm-hmm. it solstice? Winter, yes, summer solstice, yes. winter solstice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that my days start getting shorter right. and I am just not a big fan of shorter days. I'm a big fan that if I could have, you know, 14 hours of daylight, I'd be perfect. I should probably be living in the Arctic or something like that because <clears throat> I love long days. It Only just half the year, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, even that, I mean, yeah, uh, because once, it, once of course, the sun sets, it sets, it sets for four months. Right. Um, but uh, I don't know that I experience doldrums. I experience – so I discover – because I like being outdoors. I like being – you know, in the sunlight and doing things in the sunlight. And I think it just cuts back on your level of activity. And I can actually see it on my charts, right? On on the charts, the monitor and things like that. It does cut back. My steps mm-hmm. go fall down from, you know, about 2,000 a day just because you're just not as active. And I think that lack of activity, um, you don't generate the endorphins that come with doing stuff and exercising, things like that. So I think because of that, it, you know, if, if you're usually an up person because of daylight and sunlight and activity, and suddenly you're just not as activity, I don't know necessarily that you're lethargic, gloomy, or frustrated, but it certainly feels different, you know. And uh, you have to figure out, you know, how am I going to spend some time doing something? Not that not that everybody has to be doing something, mm-hmm. Um but even then, you know, if I can spend the time learning, for example, learning new things. Now, we are a little bit spoiled because we live in the Southwest. We yeah. both grew up in the Southwest. So we're used to having a longer, sunnier days, uh, big, tall skies. Uh, we get to see the sun most of the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we are a little spoiled. And when it's taken away from us, we really, we really throw a fit about it. <laughs> yeah, it's so, funny yeah. <laughs> because uh, Shelly comes over for um, our shows on Wednesdays and Fridays. And uh, if, before we were doing the three o'clock show, uh, she'd come over for her four o'clock show. And by that time, the sun is 
down in the sky. Yeah, we don't and, like that. Uh, <laughs> and you could tell it was, uh, I don't mean, again, I don't think she was lethargic, gloomy, or frustrated, but she certainly was like, oof, it's too, it's dark outside, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's really. Yeah, it's disappointing, I think. Yeah. And the sun goes down too early. Then we have what's known as seasonal affective disorder, or SAD. This is a deeper depression. Did you just uh, make this up? It's really sad? No. Oh, okay. Seasonal affective disorder, mm. SAD. You can find this on the internet if you want to look it up. But it's a recurrent type of depression associated with a change in the seasons. And common signs can include you sleep too much and you eat too much. And it's tr- just trying to make yourself feel better. Trying to get through those long winter nights uh, the best you can. And we're buffering, basically, with the overeating and sleeping a lot because we don't want to be awake when it's dark. We like to sleep. Or when it's cold, we want to get in under the covers. That's me for sure. Let me your pen, please. Are we making notes? What's going on? I'm definitely making a seasonal affective <laughs> disorder thing. Yeah. Now, of course, this affects people more in the northern uh, hem- northern you know climates uh say minnesota and up in the you know canadian area um where you have less light and it's cold and the weather is always seems to be very snowed in and you know it's it's very difficult to get out maybe that's why it keeps uh the canadian so calm and perhaps because they're pretty relaxed What you need to do, or what we all should do, is take stock and determine our level of uh, feeling when it comes to the winter doldrums, or are we experiencing seasonal affective disorder? So do your symptoms interfere with your functioning at home, at work, or in your relationships? Do you just want to just, like, don't even talk to me. I just hate the world, and I just need to go to bed forever. Um, that might be <laughs> seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So best thing to do is, t- is take notice of that. And it happens because of a lack of natural light. What does that do for us? Well, it causes a dip in our serotonin right? It disrupts our circadian rhythms and there's alterations in our melatonin. These are all hormones in our body that are affected by natural light. And all of these factors impact your mood. It can cause difficulty sleeping, feeling less social, and difficulty taking initiative. You've lost all your motivation to do anything. This is all because of a lack of natural light. So these are all normal occurrences. It doesn't mean you are out of whack. It just means there's less light and it affects us in this way. It affects our body. It affects our hormones and and these changes are going on. And we need to just be aware of that. So a couple of times you said natural light. Is there any, does it have to be natural or is there a way to replace it? Is there? Well, we're going to get into that in therapies. Yeah. Hang on to your question. Okay. Get to that in a moment. (laughs) But don't ignore your symptoms. If you're feeling especially sad, bluesy, what's the point of getting up and doing anything? Uh, I just want to stay in bed forever. If you're feeling that way, talk to your doctor or therapist. Check your vitamin D levels. Have your doctor check your vitamin D levels. Because if they are too low, this can exacerbate the problem. This can make it worse. So make sure your vitamin D levels are optimal. 
You may need to take a supplement. Um, I take a vitamin D3, K2 vitamin uh, supplement. That's what I take, and it keeps me sunny and happy. And <laughs> so that's what I recommend, but check with your doctor first. Maybe that's what I need. Instead of a sure cup of coffee. Yeah, well, check your, uh, make sure you're taking care of yourself, doing those self-care rituals. Um, what I like to do, I like to go to the gym, and half the time I work out, and the other half of the time I do their uh, spa therapies. Uh, they have a massage, hydro massage bed uh, that you can, it's like a lounge uh, that you can lounge on. And then uh, they have tanning, and they have red light total body therapy, which has the vibrating plate, which is uh, the the red light therapy is really good for you and um, bringing up your levels of the serotonin, the melatonin that we talked about, and um, also induces collagen uh, production, so it's good for your skin and your muscles and everything. So I like the red light therapy. I recommend it if you're looking for something simple to do. Uh, I take take the I go to the gym at Planet Fitness. So if your local Planet Fitness has those um, those features, I would say take advantage of them. It makes me feel really good, like I'm, you know, giving myself a treat. I went to the gym, I worked out, and now I get a treat. I get a massage. I get to do tanning. I get my red light therapy and vibrating plate. So on the vibrating plate is really good for you. It's uh, good for uh, longevity and health, as well as um, a little bit of a passive exercise, basically. So it's a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah. Well, that sure beats me stripping down in my tidy whities going out of the garage and sitting in front of a sun lamp. With the dark garage door I don't door think anybody wanted that mental picture. Okay, sorry. <laughs> TMI there. <laughs> so, helpful treatments. These are things that you can do for yourself. Uh, sunlight. It's important to get outside whenever the sun is shining. Get, try to get outside for five to ten minutes if you can. Even if it's just getting in the car and driving somewhere, you're, you're surrounded by the sunlight. You know it's daytime. You know, you're signaling to your brain, hey, look, the sun's up. The sun is shining. Even if it's really cold outside, as long as that sun is shining and your brain will get that hit of sunlight, natural light, which increases your serotonin and melatonin. Melanin. Melatonin. <laughs> Melan no, not melanin. Not unless you're tanning. Um, light therapy. This is uh, something that you can do by just, you know, having bright lights around you, turning on. I know we like to do Christmas lights because they, they give us that extra brightness as well. Wait, before you go on the whole sunlight thing, mm -hmm. let's say it's a cold day. You decide to go out for a walk, but it's 38 degrees. 38's not too bad. No, 38. I'm, I don't go below 32 once it gets to freezing. I don't go past 40. <laughs> um, but Probably 38, not 50. But at that point, I have a turtleneck shirt, a jacket a hat, mm -hmm. dark glasses, you know, covered gloves mm -hmm. and and running pants. You are the only sunlight you're getting is falling on your face. Is that actually enough? <laughs> it's not as much about that. I mean, that is your vitamin D. Yeah. But it's more about being aware that it's daytime and and sending that signal to your brain mm. that the the sun is up 
and life is good. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Light therapy, again, is it could be any kind of light. It could be the red light I talked about at the gym, or you could just have bright lights on in your home. Uh, you could have a sun lamp. Some people have sun lamps either in their uh, bathroom or somewhere in their house. Um, maybe you have a sauna with some sun lamps in uh-huh. there. That's always nice. Something with extra light to uh, just perk up your mood. Exercise can increase, again, your serotonin and your endorphins. Uh, like I said, I like to combine the exercise with the uh, the self-care of the massage and the tanning and the, the red light therapy. So I get the best of both worlds when I do that. Cognitive behavioral therapy is also very beneficial for un- any kind of depression. Um, you can talk with somebody who a supportive friend you can talk with a therapist you can talk with a coach um it's basically just talking out your your feelings now you can also do that by journaling um if you don't have somebody right there and then to speak with all very good therapies that you can do for yourself also embrace a healthy lifestyle so you want to follow a regular sleep schedule Try not to sleep more than eight hours a day. You don't really, you know, you don't want to sleep 10, 12 hours a day. It might be a little excessive. If you feel like you need to sleep that much and you're not actually sick, then maybe something is still going on with you that you need to have checked out by the doctor. So follow a regular sleep schedule. You know, I like to try to get to bed around 11 and I get up at 7.30. That's what I do. Uh, Structured eating pattern um, so that you're not like snacking all day. It's real easy to do that during the holiday season when there's always, you know, cookies and banana bread. And banana bread. <laughs> laying around and nuts. And it's easy to just grab some food and just continue to snack and graze throughout the day. But you want to have a structured eating pattern that's going to help you health-wise. It's going to help you um, with your mental health as well. So, you know, eating your two or three meals a day at your regular meal times. Um, eating healthy whole foods rather than a bunch of sugary treats is also going to help you stay on track with uh, your with your feeling well and your you know your mental health and all of that. Just, David Dow wants to know if there's any benefit to hanging out in the red light district of his community. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that say, answer. Mentally, probably, physically, not so sure. (laughs) Um, Stay connected, socially active. So there's your answer. Stay connected, socially active. Uh, Don't hide yourself away in your cave for the whole winter. Uh, Get out and talk with people and and meet people and and, uh, enjoy their company. Find fun things to do. And talk with a supportive community. You can get into uh, group coaching. You can get into any kind of a, a group atmosphere that you enjoy. Um, a hobby group or uh, a YouTube group. <laughs> you can come to our room and chat with us. That's all going to be helpful to uh, to letting you know, hey, the world out there is is okay. It's pretty good, you know, and I enjoy being in it. Find ways to adapt. And I saw this from a guy. I don't know it was a guy. It might have been a woman. I don't remember now. It was, a, is a, it was a journalist or author who had moved to Minnesota and decided that 
winter was the time to stay indoors and never leave. And they missed, you know, getting outside. They missed running and, and all of the things. And they finally re realized, you know what? The people in Minnesota, look at them. They have adapted. You know, they, they still do sports. They go out on the ice and they do hockey and they do curling and they, you know, and they do ice fishing and they wear their big heavy coats and they get out there in the snow and they go for a walk. Whatever it takes, they still get out there and they do things and they live life and they just adapt. So he decided, okay, fine. I'm going to have to figure out some cold weather gear to wear. And I'm still going to go running out in the snow. I'm going to run. I'm not going to give up my lifestyle just because it's cold and the days are short and we need to learn to do that. We need to learn to adapt. We're humans. I mean, we're made to adapt. That's what we do. That's why we're here. <laughs> So we learn to enjoy cold weather activities, uh, snow skiing or cross-country skiing or snowshoeing. Or you know what? Several years ago, uh, when I moved back to New Mexico, I tried. Um, I, I was past the age where I was interested in any kind of skiing because that just is going to be painful. You know. <laughs> it can be dangerous. Uh, yeah. But I loved being out in the winter weather, mm. and so I rented some snowshoes. Mm -hmm. Uh, very light, very different from the snowshoes that I'd grown up with. You know, they were the big wooden ones with leather strapping. They weighed a ton, you know. Oh, yeah. So they shortened the distance, but now they're aluminum frames and nylon. Like tennis rackets. Almost exactly right. like that. And then and then the bindings are much easier to use. And I really had a great time. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, they they size them by your weight. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that you can, and I went up into the Sandias right there at the, um, what's that, what, Kit, not Kit Carson, it's named after a famous John something or other, um, and there's trails there. Mm -hmm. They have snowshoeing trails that are marked, uh, and they, uh, the rangers go through there a couple of times a day to make sure nobody's frozen, <laughs> and um, I, I really enjoyed it. I haven't done, I've, I've only done it a couple of times since I've been here, but that would be something really, really fun to do yeah. on a snowy day you know assuming you have the vehicle to get up there the problem mm -hmm. was at the time mm -hmm. uh although i had an suv it was only a two-wheel drive vehicle so i could only go to a certain location before it started started getting mm -hmm. messy but now with a four-wheel drive vehicle i think that might be kind of fun to do yeah come back turn the <laughs> make some hot chocolate and <laughs> yeah take it with you in the thermos yeah. effect yeah. yeah so just be aware of these things that you can do to get out and enjoy yourself. Wear bright colors and use bright lights. That can really kind of tell your brain, hey, the, you know, the world is a bright, happy place. Um, instead of wearing black all the time, <laughs> we dress it up with a little blue, I don't know, or some bright pink or some yellow. And uh, these can lift our mood. Pink. Yeah. 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 I do have some red stuff. It's See? not all black. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of light in the summer and dark in the winter. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Enjoy positive media and people. Uh, positive media such as fun music that you enjoy, uh, podcasts, um, watch a funny movie, things that are going to help lift your mood. Take care of your skin. Uh, it gets very dry in the winter time when we get the heaters going. And you might notice some itching and some flaky skin. Make sure you're using, um, you know, something to keep your skin hydrated. Uh, even if it's just coconut oil, um, 
it can keep the moisture in, keep trap in some of that moisture so that it doesn't all, you know, get all dried out and all flaky. Huh. Or just, oh, a, just a nice little preaching in the choir. <laughs> and maybe plan a vacation. I was talking with my husband. We talked about, you know, what if we retired and moved to Colorado? Well, it's so cold and snowy and, and can be depressing in the wintertime when you can't get out. Well, then I guess, you know, we maybe would take off the month of December, maybe part of January, and go visit my mom in Arizona during that part of the year. And, you know, we would just plan around it, plan to take a vacation during that time of the year so that we're not snowbound. That's why it's great to have a daughter in Boca Raton, Florida. Yeah. So you can make that winter trip out there. <laughs> And celebrate the Christmas season in your, um, your Luau shorts. Shirt. Yeah, <laughs> Here are some thought models that can help us uh, when we're feeling the winter blues. So say the circumstance is it's the winter season. And your thought is, I don't like winter. I'm a summer person. <laughs> And you might start to feel sad and lethargic because of that thought. And then the action is, I sleep too much and I eat too much. And the result is, I don't enjoy winter months. And I continue to think, I don't like winter. So it's just a self-repeating cycle. Self-fulfilling cycle. Yeah. So what can we do? We can take a look at that unintentional thought model, recognize it for what it is, and say to ourselves, you know what, maybe I can change my thought so that I change my result. So what can I think instead? Well, here's an intentional thought model. It's the winter season. There's so many fun things to do in the winter. I just look forward to those things all year. I don't get to do them in the summer. I have to wait for winter to do them, and I'm excited about doing those things. So those, that's a thought that can generate the feelings of anticipation and delight instead of feeling lethargic and sad. Now you're feeling anticipation and delight because of the thought that you're having. And it causes you to want to stay active, enjoy sports and events and social activities, and just to uh, enjoy the winter. And that's your result, enjoying the winter season as much as any other season. What do you think? Uh, no, I think, I think it's a good <laughs> plan. I think you should. Yeah. Even if it's just getting, uh, like you said, waiting till the sun's up. And putting on some warm clothes and go for a walk or a run. Just getting out there for, you know, 30 minutes worth of sunshine is worth a 30 minutes worth of sunshine. But I mean, it's worth, you know, it really <laughs> makes you feel It's worth getting that, dressed up for. Yeah, it's worth getting dressed up for and coming back in and kind of enjoying. Uh, there, There's a, a certain amount to be said for like, yeah, I went out in the snow and I, you know, I went for a run, come back inside and you know, going through the warm-up process and kind of enjoying the warmth of the house. and Having uh, some coffee. Yeah, having, yeah, some coffee or hot chocolate. So there's there's that benefit of like, yeah, I've done something and I felt it. Yeah. You know, there's nothing yeah. better than feeling the cold and feeling like, is it too cold? Because when you exercise, the funny part about it is once you start exercising, your, your blood starts flowing and you're just not as cold. As a matter of fact, right. you have to be cautious with That's your right. uh, face. Uh, but... Um, but I remember uh, when when I was living in downtown Albuquerque and I was close to the Bosque, I would literally just wrap up, had take out the bike and 
go for it. And the only thing I had to worry about after about, I knew it would take 20 minutes to kind of warm things up. Mm-hmm. And after that, I could go as long as I needed to, as long as I had. And another way you can do it is, um, now this is something I was doing the past couple of weeks at home. I'd go up and down the stairs mm-hmm. um, like 10 times, maybe 10, 15 times. And then I would be like, <sighs> and then I'd go out of the balcony Mm-hmm. And get a, out and look at the sun yeah. and look at you know what's going fresh on in the world and feel the fresh air mm-hmm. and and you know uh, breathe, calm down the breath and the heart rate back down and uh, you know or you could warm up in some way in your house like with jumping jacks or whatever get mm-hmm. warm and then go outside and and do that exercise and you're already warm you know warmed mm-hmm. up. Ready for it. Well, I do the Rather same with my that uh, shock. <laughs> I do the same with my staircase. Go up and down ten times. Yeah. You have a staircase? Yeah, that step from the garage up into the house. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah ten times, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So here's our recommendations. If you're feeling sad and blue and having a really hard time with winter, talk to your doctor. Make sure your vitamin D levels are where they should be at and that your health is otherwise good. And um, then you can start doing some of those therapies that I recommended, like keeping to your regular schedule, having a regular eating schedule, regular sleeping schedule. Uh, Get outside and exercise whenever you can and manage your thoughts. You can do a a thought download and thought models and uh, get support. You know, if it's always a good idea to talk to somebody when you're feeling blue and, and kind of down. I'm, I'm very fortunate that the back of my house faces west. And in the afternoon, even on a winter day, if it's a 40-degree day, I can go out there, sit in the chair. I'm protected by the walls from the wind. And I've got that real warm sunlight. The sun, sunlight doesn't know it's winter. I mean, <laughs> it still warms you up and makes you feel good. And half hour of that a day just makes my life better. Yeah. yeah. So I like doing that. So enjoy every day, starting today. Get the support you need to find hope and happiness and learn the best way to enjoy the transitional journey. You can click on the link in the description box below and set up a call with me. It's a free coaching call, and I'd love to get to know you better and find out what's going on in your life. Now we're going to open up the phone line, 202-815-1171, or you can talk to us in the chat room. And here's a prompt for you. What fun things do you enjoy doing during the winter months? Do you like ice fishing, snowshoeing? Uh, what else is there in the winter all the, months? All the, all the winter all skiing. The all those skiing things, has gotten to be... But if you don't have snow and it's just cold out, yeah. you can just... Walk. Go for a walk. Go for a bike ride. Bike ride? Yeah. I mean, they make winter bike riding gear from gloves to... Um, you know, cycling pants to jackets, lightweight jackets that keep you warm. And, and some people don't like to run in the <clears throat> summer because it's too hot. So winter is a good time for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Did you open up the phone lines? I did. All right. I'll say hello to our friends. Um, so in our Facebook room, we had Aaron, Aaron Mastriani stopped by and Alex Knight. Hello, and, gentlemen. In our um, YouTube chat room, we've got Odin. Uh, David Dow and Corey Jacobs. Hi, guys. Thanks for visiting with us. <coughs> Do we have any questions or uh, suggestions from our chat room about things to do in the winter time to make us happy? Feel happy. <laughs> Feel happy. 
We like to watch Christmas movies until oh. Christmas and then after Christmas. I think the hardest part of winter is after Christmas until it warms up again. Because that seems, you know, it, there's no fun thing that you're decorating for and special music and special foods and so I'm moving Valentine's to the, Day to the bit. tropics where it's just summer all the time. Summer all the time. Viet, like Vietnam. It's mm-hmm. four Rainforest. seasons, right? Dry, monsoon, dry, monsoon. But it's always 80 to 110 degrees. <laughs> 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 that makes it, that sounds, and then certain humidity of 95%. All right, well. So, I, and actually I shouldn't complain because I remember when we first moved to Virginia, we had to deal with summers that were, you know, 90 plus degrees mm-hmm. and 90 plus percent humidity. humidity. And it was one of those things where you'd take a shower, put on your suit, you'd go outside. And by the time you got to work, you were, Ooh. you needed another shower. You had to wear you know? a suit and that kind of yeah, weather. Yeah, yeah. It's Washington. Yeah. <laughs> suit and tie. So I got, but, it, but I got used to it, you yeah. know, especially when yeah. I moved, um, when I left the, the city. Because as humans, the we adapt. Yeah. Well, when I moved out to the country, uh, it was I was up above the Shenandoah River, mm-hmm. and it was even hotter and more humid. It was green, but um, the advantage is I was up above the river, and there was a nice breeze always going through the area, Wildcat Hollow. Um, and but I was used to it. I could work. But what were the winters like? The winters were ugly <laughs> because. <laughs> Uh, in that area, when it snowed, because it was so remote, mm-hmm. uh, they didn't do they the roads plow. right mm-hmm. away. And so the longest time I was ever uh, stranded, and I want to say stranded because I had food and water. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the longest time I was ever stranded Isolated. in my own house was 10 days uh, before I could get out. Wow. And I mean, get out yeah. by, not only did they have to clear the road, I had to have a guy with his own tractor. I had a quarter mile driveway right. up to the hill. So that had to get cleared. But I have a couple of pictures from those days where I'm standing in a shovel lane mm-hmm. and the snow is up to about my mid-thigh. <laughs> and what were you thinking? I was thinking, what am I doing up here in Wildcat Hollow, yeah. of course. Yeah. But then the, the spring would come along and you know, all that period, the only time, bad time is winter. And up there, of course, when it got winter time, I was alone. No yeah. kids, no nothing. Yeah. And it was hard to convince them to go up there. Mm-hmm. Dad, it's scary up there. Very isolated. Yeah, it was very isolated. So, did you Beautiful. experience any of this? I still sadness. always find the got found a way to keep busy. Yeah. you know, learned how to make uh, pens. You know, uh, uh, learned learned how to take care of ten acres of property. Yeah, um, learned how to feed deer because every afternoon they'd come through my property, <laughs> and I decided rather than to chase them away, I'd start feeding them. So. Uh, learned how to keep a swimming pool clean in the <laughs> in the forest. The guy that owned it before us apparently had been a police officer, owned, owned it before me, had been a police officer. So up above, it was 10 acres. Mm-hmm. And uh, so up above, before you got to the ridgeline, there was a shooting range. So if I ever got bored, I could just go up there to the shooting range and plink away. Mm-hmm. I kept busy. Yeah. Not so you had some hobbies that you could do indoors when it Yeah, yeah, I, it bad. had a very nice, uh, uh, it had uh, one separate two-car garage and workshop, and then it had a two-car attached garage, but down in the basement, there was a, the, the basement was actually finished, but there was a work area, mm-hmm. and I could just, whatever phase I was going through, I could just, you know, fill that work area with it and, and learn something new, so, but it was pretty quiet up there without the gang. Yeah. 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 
five bedrooms, five baths, you know, <laughs> just like stuck like, in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I think that's going to be it for today. We appreciate all of you showing up and spending some time with us today. And for the softer side, I am your life transitions coach, Shelley Carney. Thank you for listening to The Softer Side with Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. Please write to us with questions or ideas for future shows at thesofterside.info at gmail.com and visit the free member vault for more great tips and ideas at esofterside.com.